Hey everybody, welcome back to Stuff You Don't Need to Know. This is Jay, and uh, I don't know, unless you're living under a rock, but the final trailer for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, Episode 9, The End of the Saga, premiered last night during Monday Night Football. I'm going to assume during halftime, because honestly, I watched it later, and I've watched it about a good... Yeah, a good 10 to 12 times, uh, you know, really since it came out. Uh, took some notes, and I'm pulling them up right now because I want to give my reaction to this trailer. So, yeah, I'm going to be spoiling the hell out of it. So if you have not seen this trailer, just don't don't even listen. Stop, go and watch it. Watch it five or six times uh, and come on back. Now, let me just start off by saying this, you know, uh, it's no mystery that I am a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, 77, I was like about six years old. That's when I first saw Star Wars because we did not call it a new hope back then. It was just Star Wars. Um, so this saga, this series has been a big part of my life and, Second thing that I'm going to let everybody know, uh, I've talked about it on other podcasts that I've done. I don't know if I've really mentioned it here. I'm one of those few people that actually liked The Last Jedi. I'm not saying it was, oh my God, it was the greatest Star Wars movie ever, but I liked it, and I thought it was a good one. Um, but, I don't know, I guess with time passing and everything, and um, you know the fact that... Well, I mean, I'm happy that J.J. Abrams is back because I think he did a good job on uh, The Force Awakens. Yes, I know The Force Awakens pretty much is just, you know, a newer telling of A New Hope. I get that. But I guess because I'm such, like, an old-school Star Wars fan, I think that's why it really resonated with me. Um, I wasn't sure, though. I wasn't really sure, you know, even though I did like Last, uh, Last Jedi... I really wasn't sure. I was like, I don't know. How thrilled am I about, you know, the rise of Skywalker? Just because I think my big concern was was all the negative feedback and, and, and lashing out about The Last Jedi and about Ryan Johnson and all that made me kind of think that whatever they originally planned to do, uh, Disney, J.J. Abrams, you know, whoever... Uh, scrapped it and was like, well, we're just going to tell a completely different story, uh, one that we think are really going to appease the haters online. And I was like, I don't know. Does, does that mean it's going to be good, not good? I wasn't really sure. Trailer started coming out, saw the first trailer, and I enjoyed it. Then I saw the second one, the infamous, you know, dual-bladed, you know, red lightsaber that Ray wields. Um, that's, that's a... That's a dream or something like... Ray's not going bad. Don't Don't, don't worry about it. You know, and I don't even want to say spoiler alert on that. I mean, that's like uh, that. That kind of harkens back to Empire Strikes Back with Luke going in the cave and seeing Vader and cutting his head off. And oh my God, it's really me. That, that, that's what that is right there. That's her confronting her fear, whatever it is. Now, nah, Ray's not. No, no. So then this trailer came out. Uh, like I said, I didn't watch it uh, when it released on Monday Night Football. Uh, I watched it shortly thereafter, and I got chills. I got chills up and down my spine. I was that six-year-old kid sitting in the movie theater uh, just outside of Menlo Park Mall where there's a, uh, well, there used to be a macaroni grill. There's actually really nothing there right now. But, uh, you know, sitting there with my dad for the first time watching Star Wars and just 
being blown away. So, like I said, I took notes. I watched it many, 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 many times. So, I took notes. So, final warning. Spoilers are ahead. If you didn't watch this trailer, I would really push pause right now. Watch it and come back. Here we go. First of all, just like with anything dealing with Star Wars, when that Lucasfilm logo comes up, um, I mean, I mean, I just said Lucasfilm logo, and I got chill. I mean, you know, for better or for worse, you know, be it uh, Empire Strikes Back or Attack of the Clones, uh, when you see that Lucasfilm logo, and I just got it again, just got those chills. I mean, it just it just brings it brings the chills. The next thing, of course, and it's not in the trailer, but you know, followed by. In a galaxy, uh, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. I mean, when you see that, you don't even you don't even need the score to kick in just yet. You see that instant, instant chills. But we we, we get that, and it starts off. Uh, we see Ray. It's a forest or or tropical jungle planet. Uh, we see her dropping a helmet. She's running, and I didn't pick this up until about the third or fourth watching. She actually right before it cuts out. She's deflecting a laser bolt. Uh, she she waves her lightsaber and she deflects a laser bolt. Now, when I noticed that, I went back and I kind of watched it over and over again. It's a very, very small laser bolt. And it's hard to see, but the helmet almost looks like a shield helmet. Um, kind of like if you think back to A New Hope when Ben was trying to teach or Obi-Wan was trying to teach Luke aboard the, the Millennium Falcon. He gave him... He gave him a helmet, and he had him put the blast shield down. Now, again, it looked like a giant welding helmet, but this one sort of looked like a smaller one. It almost sort of looked like a helmet, and where the goggles would be, they almost sort of looked like they were blanked out. Again, it's really, really hard to see. So, my first thought is, is she training? You know, that she has, like, uh, a probe or, or, or a droid... Uh, kind of floating around, and, you know, this was, like, part of her training. You know, maybe, maybe not. It's hard to tell. Um, but this is where we kind of get, because there's a lot of voiceovers in this, and this is Finn's voiceover, and he's basically, he's talking about, you know, the Force and how the Force kind of, and again, I'm going to assume it's Ray because this is who we see, that it's connected them. It, it brought the two of them together. So, I know there is a theory out there that, you know, when they talk about The Force Awakens, um, you know, that it just didn't awaken in Rey, that perhaps it awakened in Finn, too, that Finn is a Jedi, or I think, in the very least, Force-sensitive, and I, and I think he is Force-sensitive, and I think he does have a connection to Rey. I know there's a lot of... <laughs> There's a lot of jokes out there. There's a lot of slash fiction out there, you know, about the love triangle between Poe and Finn and Rey, uh, you know, where uh, Finn Finn is enamored with Rey. Uh, Rey can't decide between Poe and Finn, and Poe really loves Finn. Um, I think that Rey and Finn do have a connection. You know, it, it's not just happenstance that they were thrust together and thrown together. I do think, like he kind of says in this voiceover, that the Force did bring them together, and I think there's more to Finn than meets the eye. Um, thinking about thinking back to uh, Force Awakens, he's the first one to really wield the lightsaber, and you know, they could say people could say, well, you know, as as a stormtrooper, as a First Order trooper, you know, he did receive training, and there actually was a, a, a comic miniseries dealing with Finn uh, before, before, you know, the events of Force Awakens and, and the training that he got. And if you remember in um, 
in Force Awakens when he's confronted by like that shock trooper who kind of has that stun baton and he calls him a traitor. Uh, and you know, we find out later on through sort of like extended universe stuff and, and stuff on the internet that that was actually a friend of his, like they went through training together. So people could say, well, look, he, he received training. So yeah, the fact that he kind of was able to hold and wield a lightsaber is almost like one of those stun batons. See, but, but here's the thing. It's really not because, you know, and I really hate using this term, but to really kind of simplify it, a lightsaber essentially is it is a laser sword there's really aside from the pommel there's no weight to it there's no weight in the blade there's no weight on the end there you're essentially swinging around you know a flashlight um you know that's that's not something that you could just pick up and 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 use the way he did against kylo ren actually kind of hold his own against Kylo Ren there briefly, actually even kind of cut into him, uh, really until Kylo Ren took over. So again, I think there's more to Finn than meets the eye. Uh, next voiceover we get is Poe, and this leads me to believe that, you know, Princess Leia, General Leia, to me she's Princess Leia, um, you know, she, she passed away, you know, I mean, we know that Carrie Fisher died, uh, before the filming of this, uh, she is, you know, through sort of like <sighs> unused footage and whatnot, you know, she will be in this film, albeit briefly, um, but I think this, this what he's talking about, what Poe's talking about here, you know, is after the death of General Leia, and is Poe stepping up? Is Poe stepping up to lead the rebellion? Uh, that's the impression that I get. Uh, next thing we get is is Ray and Kylo Ren facing off on the wreckage of the second Death Star. This is what I'm thinking. When they kind of showed this wreckage, you know, out in the middle of this like vast ocean in the first trailer. I was like, that can't be Starkiller Base, because Starkiller Base was, you know, just, it was tremendous. I think this is the wreckage of the second Death Star. Given the fact that in that first trailer, we hear Palpatine's laugh, and we get some Palpatine voiceovers and laughter in this one, and considering that is where he died, air quotes him throwing him up, I believe that the wreckage that they're fighting on here is is the wreckage of the second Death Star. Uh, This scene looks badass. Um, you know, at first I thought, you know, that, that, that first scene where you see like a gun turn and it almost sort of looks like, like, it looks like a defensive wall, you know, like out in the middle of the ocean or something or, or, or close to the shore of this planet, like it's a defensive wall, but then you kind of see the wreckage behind it. You see Ray there and, you know, listen, say what you want about Adam Driver. I am not a huge Adam Driver fan. Uh, when he comes through like that, that wash and spray and he's got, you know, his red lightsaber it looks badass. Um, yeah, I mean, I was really, really getting excited with this. Um, and we get Ray saying, you know, nobody knows who she is with, with Kylo responding. And again, this is voiceovers saying, but I do again, what is their connection? Something's going to happen a little later in this trailer that I think is going to explain it more. Next thing we get is like this, is it an ice asteroid is it like a really weird view of like an ice cavern i watched it over and over i really really couldn't tell but (laughs) it looks effing cool that's all i gotta say uh and we see a throne and we get the palpatine voiceover so yeah this is palpatine's throne and it seems like in his voiceover he's been waiting for this and he's been waiting for the force to bring them together he's been waiting for them to come together 
and it's going to be their downfall. Again, I think he's really referencing Ray and Kylo here joining forces. Uh, they kind of did it briefly in Last Jedi, and again later on this trailer, you know, it looks like they are doing it again. Now, here's the thing. We know that Kylo Ren is really Ben Solo. Uh, his mother is Leia. Leia, who is a Skywalker. So Ben is a Skywalker. Ray. Now I know in The Last Jedi, you know, your parents are nobody. They're nothing. Junk traders, buried in a pauper's grave. You've known it all along. I know it. When I saw that in The Last Jedi, I was actually happy about it. I was like, you know what? I'm glad. I'm glad that Rey essentially came from nothing. You know, because if you think about it, if you think about it with Anakin, Anakin was a slave, and he essentially came from nothing. Yes, Luke is his son, but he was left on a desert planet, moisture farmer, so essentially Luke came from nothing. So the fact that Rey is kind of coming from nothing, I thought, wow, this is going to be a great hero's tale. Um, I am now thinking, I don't think she is the daughter of Luke, and I don't think she's like a secret daughter of Leia. Um, I'm thinking clone, you know, and by that, I mean, okay, obviously she is not a direct Leia clone. She's not a direct, um, Luke clone, but I think, I think by, you know, getting some Skywalker DNA, uh, you know, let's not forget, and this is, you know, people are probably going to say, hey, man, this is really a stretch, but go with me on this. Empire Strikes Back, you know, uh, in Cloud City there, we have that epic duel between uh, Vader and Luke. Uh, Luke loses his hand. That hand could have been picked up. Um... You know, and given the fact that it really looks like Palpatine in some way, shape, or form is going to show up here, uh, you know, I think that after the events of Empire Strikes Back, Palpatine got a hold of Luke's hand, the DNA, and he started messing around with the cloners, and he tried to clone or create another Skywalker. And what the end result that we get is Rey. Yes, it's a shot in the dark, and I think what we're going to see is some version of that. I don't. I think she is a Skywalker, but not in the sky. Not in the sense that we're thinking, where it's like this is Luke's secret daughter, or you know, Leia, you know, had a love child, you know, with you know whoever, uh, and 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 this this is what we're getting, like Leia's daughter or Luke's daughter. No, but I think she is a Skywalker, and I think she is a clone in some way, shape, or form. Uh, also in the scene, we get a Star Destroyer lifting off out of the ice. <laughs> that looks badass. I mean, I, 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 again, I, I was just blown away by this. Next thing, we get a little quick thing here, and it seems to th- that it's C-3PO is going to do something to sacrifice himself. If you watch the scene, though, when Poe says to him, you know, hey, buddy, what are you doing there? Uh, you see the back of his head is open and exposed. It looked like there was a little creature kind of working on him. But he's not connected to anything. When it flips around and we see him from the front, you do see wires streaming into them. So it's like, to me, it looks like it's two scenes that were put together. But yet, based on what he says, I think he's going to make some kind of sacrifice. Uh, you know, there's going to be an epic battle somewhere. Uh, and C-3PO is going to connect to, you know, a First Order computer or something to, to render it useless, destroy it, whatever. But 
in turn, he's, he's basically sacrificing himself. And you know what? Like I said, I'm an original Star Wars fan, you know, original Saga fan. So, you know, the death of C-3PO, I mean, it's, it is kind of big. If that's, if that's what we're getting, and I think that's what we're getting here. All righty. This is where, for me, the trailer really kicked it up a notch. Because you start to get the strains of the John Williams score. We see some of the Rebels, and, and it looks like Finn Poe and Chewbacca. Like, they're storming a First Order uh base facility we see uh leia hugging ray and then we get the luke voiceover i mean even before he starts to speak i mean chills i'm tearing up a little bit i mean this is bringing again this is bringing me back original saga original trilogy um and the line he gives confronting fear is the destiny of the jedi i mean wow uh we get some battle scenes and we get lando we get you know Listen, this ain't from Solo. I mean, this is our Lando Calrissian uh, flying the Millennium Falcon. I mean, it's just, it just brings back, you know, the end of Return of the Jedi when, you know, they blow up the second Death Star and he's giving that Yahoo as they're flying out. Um, Then we get what looks like rebels on horses, the cavalry kind of showing up. Um... Then we get Ray and Kylo Ren. They look like they're in some kind of facility or something like that. He's got the helmet on, and they're smashing something. And again, I stopped it. I kind of went and looked back. It almost kind of looks like it's either a statue or some kind of like force projection or something. And it kind of looks like an old person, either Snoke or Palpatine, and given the voiceovers and whatnot and the laughter, I think it's Palpatine, and I think it's almost sort of like him using the Force to manipulate the technology that's around them to kind of form a vision of himself. So it's like a Force projection, but a tangible Force projection, if that makes sense, and we see them smashing it. Uh, Then we see Rey facing that throne that we saw in that ice cavern, and we see a hooded figure laughing on it and i'm going to tell you something right now if anybody tells me that that's going to be jar jar being sitting there now that theory has been debunked so many times you know the uh the jar jar is the key to everything that quote has been taken out of context so much he's been when lucas made that statement way back when in the phantom menace and people took that little snippet of jar jar is the key to everything to the animation to the computerized stuff not to the whole freaking story Listen, Jar Jar Binks is not a secret Sith, okay? <laughs> he was a bumbling moron. It was a character. And you know what? Yeah, when you watch these fan theory videos and stuff, and it's kind of, oh, yeah. No, he's a bumbling moron. It was a character that they never should have created. Just stop. That is going to be Palpatine, a Force ghost, uh, a clone of Palpatine, something Jar Jar Binks is not showing up at the end. Listen, it was a stupid character created in Phantom Menace. I swear to God. I swear to God. If that turns out to be Jar Jar Binks, right then and there, I am getting up and I am walking out of the theater. I probably won't. But um, yeah, it's not Jar Jar Binks. It is, it is, I am 99.9% certain that is a form of Palpatine. Then we get Ray holding the lightsaber, it's twinkling in her eyes, and we get Luke saying, the Force will be with you, and Leia finishing it off with always. To me, 
that's kind of confirming in some way, shape, or form, Ray is a Skywalker. I don't believe, again, I don't believe in the traditional sense that she's a secret daughter of either Luke or Leia. I believe that she is a clone or something something like that. Um, and you know what, even just, even just talking about it, reading through my notes and talking about it, especially when we get to the part where the John Williams score really kicks in and, and Leia hugs Ray and, and we see, you know, Chewie and, and, and Finn and Poe, you know, storming the corridor and blasting troopers and, and, you know, Luke, you know, confronting fears, the destiny of the Jedi. Oh my God. I mean, I am that six-year-old kid with my dad watching Star Wars and saying to my dad, that's the greatest film ever. Like, in my little six-year-old mind, and for a few years thereafter, I was convinced that Star Wars, and I'm not calling it a new hope, but, you know, that's what I'm referencing, that Star Wars was the greatest film that was ever made. And and that's a statement, you know, I mean, there have been a lot of great films, don't get me wrong, and if you were to ask me what my favorite Star Wars film is, it's Empire Strikes Back. But as a six-year-old, Watching Star Wars, I and just thinking I have just witnessed the greatest movie ever. Nobody will ever make a movie greater than that. That's the kind of feeling I got by the end of this trailer. Not thinking, oh my God, Rise of Skywalker is gonna be the greatest film ever, but it gave me a lot of hope. And isn't that what it's all about? You know, help me, help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. You know, thank you, last trailer. You're my only hope. I mean, I have good feelings going into this film. Again, I don't think it's going to be the greatest Star Wars film ever. You know, it's going to take a lot to topple Empire Strikes Back. I'm sorry. uh, Or really any of the originals. But I think it's going to be a damn good film. Um, I think it's really... It's going to answer a lot. It's going to tie up everything. And I think it's really going to do some deep pulls. You know, how I did a deep pull way earlier in this podcast talking about Luke's hand genetic material from that and, and and whatnot and somehow leading to the creation of Ray. I think you're gonna get some deep pulls like that. And hey, there's only one there's only one way to tell. It's coming in December. Tickets are on sale. Get your tickets and do me a favor, listen to what I said, take it with a grain of salt. This is just my opinions and whatnot. Watch the trailer again, see what you think, leave me comments. Guys, thank you. Thanks for hanging in there. Thanks for listening. Do me a favor. Head on over to Instagram, Stuff You Don't Need to Know Podcast. I am there. Uh, I put up uh, pictures uh, and content about the stuff that I talk about. Uh, Leave me messages there. Hit me up. Tell me what you thought of the trailer, what you think is going to happen. Listen to the podcast and, and give me your thoughts. And as I close out my notes, because I can't shut down my recorder until I close out my notes, that was that was brilliant. Um, yeah, so do all that stuff. And as Halloween gets closer and closer, expect some spookier content. But with this trailer dropping, I just had to talk about it. This is Jay, and I'll talk to you guys later.